Okay, good morning everybody. With the rabbi's permission, we'll give a little quick list. So we read, we read this week, we have double perasha of, uh, of uh, we, where we read about uh, most of the double perasha, Tazria Mitzorah, we're reading about Sarat. We're reading about this uh, spiritual, physically manifested leprosy. So you, you really have to feel for this guy. Because uh, the, the, the Pasuk is saying, Adam ki a person, a man who finds on, the, on his skin, se'et o sapachat, a swelling or a rash or baheret or a discoloration, and he sees in the skin of his flesh, sarat, it develops uh, this affliction of sarat. What do they do? They have to bring him, they have to tell Aaron Kohen, or El Achad Mibanava Kohanim. Or he has to be brought to one of his children, the Kohanim. So you have to feel for this guy. We, I, I gave a list the other day on Sunday of 11 different uh, reasons that a person can get Sarat. Uh, but it's interesting that the person has to be brought to the Kohen, even if the Kohen is not an expert in, in identifying Sarat. An expert has to whisper into the Kohen's ear, and the Kohen has to state it. It has to be the Kohen involved in the situation. And the question is... Huh? That's what I do. I don't know the Halakha. So he says, he has to participate because Aaron's descendants have three, three character traits. This I saw from the Kliyakar. The Kliyakar says, why the children of Aaron? Because the, the sin of Lashon Hara causes arguments and a separation between people. So therefore, in order to heal a person... He has to be healed by Aaron, who exemplifies a trait of peace. For Aaron was Ohev Shalom Verodev Shalom. He loved peace, he ran after peace. Also we see, especially if we look at the two Haftarahs that relate to the, these two parshiot, if you, the Haftarah one week and the Haftarah second week, if you broke them up, you see that the sin relates to haughtiness of, uh, of spirit. And uh, the Kliyakar writes, it's rectified by Aaron, who was extremely uh, humble. As Chazal said, what is written concerning Moshe Aaron is even greater than that which is written concerning Abraham. Because Abraham says that I'm dust and ashes, while Moshe and Aaron say, what are we? We're nothing. Also, Aaron did not have the negative trait for a lust of money. Since the Kohanim do not have an inheritance in the land and only had what they were given from Hashem's table. Therefore, they perfected the trait of being satisfied with little and were not at all close to the trade of miserliness in which one's entire goal is to amass huge sums of money. So when you're thinking of this person with Sarat, you, you know, so on one hand you're feeling bad because this guy did something and all of a sudden he has this, this manifestation of, uh, of leprosy that comes out. He has to go to the Kohen. And he said after he goes to the Kohen and he's pronounced that he has this, after he goes back and forth, back and forth, he has to walk through the streets. First he has to wear torn, wear torn clothing. He has to cover his head. He has to announce as he's walking through the street that he's Tameh, Tameh, so no one should come close to him. So this is a guy who was haughty, who talked about other people, and all of a sudden he really hits the bottom of the barrel. But one of the things that we have to learn is how his, his behavior affected someone else. If he spoke Lashon Ara about someone, what did it do to the other person? 
And the person who, who's stricken with sarat, generally he lacks probably more than anything sensitivity. And I think one of the things that a Kohen has to have or a leader or a rabbi has to have is sensitivity. And it's something that we all have to, we have to pick up. So I, I heard a story this week uh, where, where there was a young boy who passed away in Bnei Brak. His name was Yonatan. He passed away. And uh, a few months later, a couple was going to have a child. And they had a grandfather who was named Yonatan. And they wanted to know if they should name their child Yonatan or if there's bad luck because in the building, a little boy named Yonatan passed away. So they went to Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach and they asked him the question. They said, you know, the, the grandfather's name is Yonatan. We want to name Yonatan. But the little boy passed away. His name was Yonatan in the building. What should we do? Is it going to be bad luck? Is it going to be uh, bad mazal for the child? And uh, the rabbi sat there, he thought about it, and he told them that they're better off that they shouldn't name the child Yonatan. And they should choose a different name. So later on, one of his students came to him and said, Rabbi, you don't believe in this uh, hocus pocus, you know, whatever. You're not, what do you mean? It's going to be med mazal if they name it Yonatan? You think the building has a bad mazal? And the rabbi says, yo, absolutely I don't. But let me explain to you. The couple just lost a child a few months ago. The child's name was Yonatan. Could you imagine the pain that they're going to feel every time this other mother is yelling for her kid, Yonatan, Yonatan, what's it going to cause them? He says, I didn't do it because they should have named. I did it because I was worried about what would happen to the mother. How many of us would think about that with regard to the sensitivity? I also, I, I'll tell you one more story. My rabbi told me, my rabbi was in Panovich, and, in, and the Rosh Yeshiva of Panovich was Rabbi Yosef Shlomo Kahaneman. And in Panovich, after the war, after the war, they brought in a lot of orphans. There were a lot of orphans, and they literally, they built a thing called Bate Avot, which was sponsored by a, a guy named Henry Krauscher. And this was basically a building where the yeshiva took in all orphans. So my rabbi was there around 1950. And when he was there, the, there was a dinner. And there was a dinner celebrating the donors who had sponsored all of these orphans. Basically hundreds of, of orphans were being sponsored to, and, and supported to live in the yeshiva. So they gave a dinner in honor. And someone spoke about how wonderful it was and all the things they did on behalf of these orphans. And the dinner had all the students in, of the school there plus all the donors who came to the dinner. And the speaker then said, I would like all of the orphans to stand up in appreciation for the donors of what they've done for them. As soon as he said that, Rav Kahneman got up on the dais. As soon as he got up, what happened? The whole place got up because he got up. And he said, why did he get up? Because he realized that the guy meant well. But why are you going to embarrass all of these people in front of everyone else? So in the split second, he was able to have the sensitivity to feel the pain that they might feel. And he got up to do it. So we read about, we read about the whole thing of Sarat and all the, the reasons the person had. To all the reasons that caused the Sarat. But the bottom, line, the bottom line is a lack of sensitivity on that person. He caused pain to someone else and he's being caused pain. So we have, to have, we have to have a lesson when we walk away from these, this double perasha. The lesson of this double perasha, and I think the, the lesson of the double perasha is going to relate 
when we, when we talked about, when we ended last week with the death of the sons of Aharon, and we pick up the death of the sons of Aharon next week. We're going to see this whole idea of sensitivity, how it plays a role. So all of us should try to practice every day. Try to practice some aspect where you could have some level, extra level of sensitivity for others. And if we could do that, we're all going to be blessed. Baruch Adonai Olam, Amen Amen. Yep. Rabbi Chanan Yabekashi Omer Atzakadosh Baruch Hu Zechol Yisrael Lefi Chachipal